0: Want to know the most common misconception students have when they enter my marketing class every semester? That social media is the best way to bring revenue into your business. (laughs) The reality is that SEO has the almost magical ability to bring two times more revenue than any other marketing channel. Even more impressive, SEO gets a thousand percent more traffic than social media. I mean, think about it. Social media platforms want you to keep people on their platform. They want them to see more videos. They want them to see more ads. They want them to engage with content on their app. They don't want you to take them off of their app to your website. SEO, on the other hand, captures the attention of those who are looking for help right then and there. They're looking for an answer to their problem, they're already searching for it. Even more astounding, this data is just incredible. The first organic search engine result, so the first one that you see that's not paid for, gets 39.8% of the clicks. Getting to be that first result can feel like an impossible task in 2024. There's so much competition, how can you possibly compete? But there's one thing that you might be overlooking because it feels like no one reads them anymore, blogs. Listen, blogging has a long been and still is one of the best way to improve your SEO and climb the Google rankings. Let's talk about how you can make blogging an effective tool in your SEO belt. You're listening to the Captain Coder podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that can help you scale your service-based business online. I'm your host, Marisa Skyver, aka Captain Coder. Now, you may be wondering just how much value SEO and website traffic can bring to your business. I mean, after all, don't you have more control over other marketing strategies? I mean, you're relying on Google here. Who cares how many people land on your website, right? That's not what we're focused on this quarter. (laughs) Listen, my friend. It's time to think differently because there's one really cool thing about SEO. It compounds when you have content on your website that gets listed in Google and other search engines. You're not just doing that work that can only be seen for two to three days. I'm looking at you, social media. Instead, you're creating content that can be seen and can drive revenue for years down the road. It's kind of like leaving that $20 bill in your pocket and you find it next winter, right? One page can bring you tons of new visitors, leads, and sales. Now, the easiest way to build your SEO and create content that people want to read, because that's what they're going to click on, right? The people who are clicking on Google are human beings that want to work with you, is to write informative blog posts. Now, blogs, articles, news stories, whatever you want to call them on your own website, help you to bring in more people to your site and rank higher on Google. Okay, and what do you think about the last time that you were online hunting for some help? You were doing the Google search, trying to find an answer to something that you were trying to figure out or something you were trying to do. What kind of links did you probably end up clicking? I bet they were blog posts. Sure, it's great to get our sales pages to rank on Google, (laughs) but most people need to build a bit more trust with you. And that's why blogging is great because it does just that. A well-written blog article allows you to demonstrate your expertise, your authority, and your trustworthiness. E-A-T. Now the E-A-T concept is a bit of a backwards way because it's not technically a ranking factor, but it definitely applies to show the Google algorithm that you have good content that will help its searchers. Now, a lot of people think that Google is playing some sort of game, but in reality, they're just trying to help out their own customers. They want to deliver the right answer for the searchers because that's who their customer is. It's not you, the business. It's the people going and clicking into Google search, trying to find answers. Blog articles are a really perfect way to get some of these clicks because you're answering some of the questions and also presenting a solution. Hopefully it's your business (laughs) with a little bit of, you know, how to dialed in as the answer to their bigger problem. Now, in case you're thinking, sure, but let's get into the nitty gritty of how blogging works for your SEO. Now, number one, the great thing about writing blog posts is that it allows you to get super specific and you can target posts for specific keywords and key phrases. Now, with a well-written blog post, you can create content and optimize it for these keywords that you're trying to be found. And everything is about that keyword, right? It allows you to really narrow down where you probably can't do that with your main site pages, With a blog, you get to go in-depth in one aspect of your business, one service or one solution, right? And you give your readers information about how you can help them. Now, sometimes that information is going to be like this podcast episode that you're listening to is going to be a little bit of a how-to and a little bit of a why, why it's important. But you also want to present yourself as having the solution, the bigger solution to their problem, right? Now, the point of this is not to directly sell. Instead, you're demonstrating your expertise, you're setting yourself up as an authority, and you're building trust. (laughs) Interesting how that's already come back around, right? So they choose to hire you to solve this problem for them. Give them just a little bit. And then they're like, you know what? It's easier to bring you on and let you do this for me. Now, the second great reason is it provides fresh content. Now, I have a really harsh reality check for you. No one, not even Google, wants to come back to your same old website all the time to find something new. They they saw it in two minutes. They're done. Right? They're not coming back unless there's something else there. Those five pages you have are great, but you need something to really peak their attention, and their interest. Give them blog posts. Regular blogging, meaning at least once a month, definitely want to not do it less than that, right? Invites not only search engines to come back to your site over and over again because they know when that content's going to come out, but it encourages your clients and your leads to come back to you. You're literally providing them a reason to return because there's something new to check out. And here's the great thing. They come back for your blog post. Now they're going to maybe go double check and say, what is it? What is it that she does again? How can how can this company help me? And now they're back into your sales solution or they're downloading a freebie or they're, you know, signing up for a free call or any of those things, right? To make this all really easy to become clients. Now, of course, another great thing about blog posts is that it helps you attract backlinks. When you're writing high quality content, people are going to want to cite you as a source. Now, when they provide a link to your content, so somebody else is linking to you, that is called a backlink. These links from other sites to your own site demonstrate to Google that you have recognized authority from your peers, right? They they believe in what you're saying enough to actually give you a link to it. Now, backlinks have long been a part, a huge part of a successful SEO strategy. And honestly, blogs are just the best ways to for those to build naturally. I actually did an audit of my own backlinks the other day and found that most of mine are (laughs) unsurprisingly linking to my blogs and podcasts. That's what people are going to connect with. They're not going to link to my sales page, but they're going to link about how I can help you find your dream client. Now, of course, perhaps the most obvious part of consistent blogging is you're able to build authority and brand awareness. When you have really great content that people want to read and link to, you can become known as that go-to authority for what you do, whether it's in your niche niche or bigger, right? More than that, a great blog post is far more shareable than any other page on your website. If you want your dream clients to see your website and your business, then you have to create content that will get shared Blogs are awesome because they can hit at different phases of the customer journey and can be quick for your dream clients to share with each other in an email, on social media, or maybe by linking back to you in in their own blog. But the cool thing here is that no one's going to share your sales page, right? But they will share some tips that you gave on how to overcome X, Y, and Z issue that you help with. So blogs are great and to create content that gets shared and goes beyond your ecosystem. Now, if you're trying to get more eyeballs on your website and your services, then you're going to want to write blogs that actually do something for your business. They can do all of these great things, but you have to have them be found. Now, unfortunately... This means doing more work than just giving chat GPT a topic and asking it to spit out a blog post. No one wants to read AI-generated content, right? They're not going to connect with that. But more than that, you have to follow a few simple steps to help your blogs rank and get found on Google search. So how can you do this? How can you create a blog post that not only ranks, but also that brings in customers? Let's, let's break this down just a little bit. Now, step one is you have to start with some keyword research. With any SEO strategy, this is your your first step, right? Is trying to decide what keywords you're going to target. Now, in episode 79, Lauren Gaggioli and I broke down some of the simplest ways you can do keyword research, including using free tools like Ahrefs Keyword Generator. Now, it's free to use the Ahrefs tool, And it can help you start getting ideas of what to target and what topics to write about. Because you can get a keyword and probably create five topics around that one keyword. Keep in mind, though, with any keyword research that you're trying to think like your customer does, they're the ones performing the searches in Google. And they likely don't know your technical jargon. They don't care. My customers do not care the difference between a web developer and a web designer. They know that I design websites. I create them a website, right? They don't care how I do it necessarily. They don't really, they just they're like web design. That's, that's what you do, right? And that's a hard thing sometimes to get out of the habit of, well, that's not exactly how, how I do things. That doesn't exactly match, right? But you have to think like your customer thinks. Now a really powerful strategy to take keyword research even further is to do some of the preliminary work, then jump on a call with two or three of your best clients. Ask them how they talk about your services, what you do, how you help them, because that's likely how others are going to talk about it too especially if these are your dream clients and you want to get more people like that. Now, you might find what you think the keywords are is way off base, and you'll get more niche keywords than you ever thought of, too. And those are easier to rank for anyway, and they're more powerful because you're going to get the right clients when you really hone that in. Keyword research is all about trying to anticipate and think like your client. So bypass the heavy lifting and just ask them. I bet you you have at least one or two that are going to be more than happy to jump on a phone call with you to do that. The second thing that you want to do is once you have your keywords narrowed down, you want to use those in headings throughout the block. This might seem like it's just for Google, but in reality, using keywords in your headings helps orient your actual human reader too. Okay, so think about it. That person typed something into Google looking for an answer. When you use those same keywords and and the related ones, you don't have to say like the same keyword every heading on your page, right? But when you mix and match them with some related keywords in your headings, they know that they're getting an entire article about a solution to their problem. Another important component of this though, no one wants to read a super long article, (laughs) like not word for word. You have to break up your text into shorter paragraphs, so it's easy to keep the eye moving down the page. Headings are a great way to help your readers skim through and find what matters to them. And yes, They all skim. Nobody reads every word. It's totally okay. It's okay. Now, another thing that you have to think about is writing a catchy title. You can write a fantastic article, but if your blog doesn't have a great title, no one's gonna click on it from the search engines. Just it's just gonna sit there, right? Yes, you want to include the main keyword that you're targeting in your title. So Can you guess what uh, this one's about if it's SEO magic, right? But you also want to ensure that the reader knows why they should click on it and read it like, again, you can't just target Google. You're talking to humans here. Now, I went through many iterations of the title for this episode before I landed on harness the SEO magic of regular blogging. So let's break down how I did that first. I knew I wanted to talk about blogging and its impact and on doing it regularly on your SEO. I did some keyword research and discovered that SEO magic was one that I could easily target and it aligns with many of my clients. They joke about how SEO feels like magic. So that's probably something that they're going to be typing into Google, maybe as a joke, but also as like, oh my God, help me. I could have just left it as SEO magic a regular blogging, that's pretty descriptive where is the action where's the enticement right fantastic what is that what does that do for me all i did was add an action verb to the start harness now i have a title that tells you the outcome that you're going to get from reading this article or listening to this podcast or watching this video however you're engaging with this content right now other ways that you can write an eye-catching title include using numbers. Lists are very clickbaity, but you know what? They work, right? People like them. They connect with them. You can include an offer, like a freebie or a template in the title. So it's like harness the SEO magic of regular blogging plus free template. I could put that in my title, right? You can add some kind of tease or result. Like we tried this. This is what happened. This is quite literally just about trying to hook someone in, trying to encourage them to click and read your entire article or, you know, skim it. Now, the more people that click on your result over someone else's, the higher your rank is going to climb because Google is going, oh, they have content that people want. Okay, I see this. I see this. Now, our next step is any images that you use in the blog post, need to be optimized. One of the best ways you can get more eyes on your blog post is to include images because these will come up in Google image search, but they're and they're going to break up your entire blog post, but they also just allow the more visual learners to see and learn things in a different way. So it helps you engage with people who maybe need a little bit of something different when they when they work with you, when they read your content. Now, if you're sharing data or multiple posts, multiple uh, graphics, things like that, it's super easy to demonstrate that in a good visual or graphic. So if you've got a lot of things that you're talking about, a lot of points that you're making, you can create a graphic that just illustrates those points. But even if you're just adding a funny GIF to your blog article, which I do a lot, because I think it's funny. It's just for me. If you like it, great. But really, it's just for me. You want to ensure that you're optimizing that image, whatever image you upload, for SEO and your users. Now You can do that in three quick steps. Number one, compress or resize the image for fast page speeds. I typically say a thousand pixels wide depending on how it's getting used or you know try to you know run it through shrink JPEG or like literally Google compress image some WordPress um, sites have you know smush and other compression plugins built in you just want to make sure that this is not like a 4 thousand by 6, thousand pixel massive image then you want to rename this image something descriptive like red dashboard- truck. If it is a picture of a red Ford truck, name it that, like name the image descriptive of what's in the image. Simple. And then you want to add some descriptive alt text when you upload it to the website. Now, when you follow these steps, you're helping your site to load quickly and you're providing context for your images, not only to Google, but to the users who maybe can't see your images otherwise they're blind and they're using a screen reader, they need a little bit of help in understanding the context of that image in your content. And really, this is just a win win in the SEO and UX department. Now, the last step that we want to make sure that we're taking here is to link to other posts. This one applies to your own website and others. When you're creating a blog, Think like you're writing an essay for college. Your professor has probably required you had at least a few citations to back up your point, right? Listen, even us English majors, we had to do this too. Blog articles are basically the same. Not only do you want to link to other relevant blog posts and pages in your own website where they can get more information about this topic, you want to link to external sources that back up your point too. Now, when you do this, when you link to external websites, this helps build trust with your readers and with Google, showing them that you've done your research and you have the expertise you claim to have. You're literally backing it up with, hey, I'm not the only one that says this. This guy says it too. This helps make everything have so much more impact when you're creating content. Now, when I'm Do using external links, I often try to find statistics or case studies that back up what I'm saying within the main blog post. The article for this podcast episode is riddled with external links, backing up all of the statistics that I've been sharing. Or I like to link to resources that I like too. Now, when I'm linking to my own posts... I try to find at least one phrase in the article that aligns with another article I wrote. This helps to show Google that my content for this keyword doesn't just exist on the one page, but it also helps my reader get to other articles that might answer some questions for them. So this kind of maximizes the juice of the SEO that I get out of my articles and makes them go further in my content strategy because they all like weave together and help lift each other up. Don't know a better metaphor for that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Now here's the best, the, you know, just the real SEO magic with blogging, doing it on a regular basis when Google and your customers know when to come back and find a new article. It helps you connect with them in a way that almost nothing else can. Blogging is one of the best ways to drive fresh traffic to your website and connect with your dream clients and keep them coming back for more. You're giving them content that's literally answering a problem for them and you're doing it for free. It builds a lot of trust and a lot of goodwill to you and your business. Now, the value and that value, that trust can not only lead to sales, but to raving fans that promote your business over and over again. Now, if you're ready to make blogging a consistent part of your marketing strategy, I have a free checklist that includes the steps we talked about today, plus a few extras to help you write blogs that rank. Now, it has everything that you need to make it easy for you, and I'm bundling it with my 90-day ChatGPT free B2, so you're ready to go and create content for your users that's going to get you ranked on Google and start your SEO strategy. You can find that in today's show notes, which is linked at cappedcoder.com forward slash 084. If you loved our episode today, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share this with an entrepreneur friend of yours who needs to hear it. Now, if you have questions about today's episode, reach out at captcoder.com. That's C-A-P-T coder.com or on Instagram at Captain Coder. Thanks so much for tuning in and talk to you next week.